Hello and welcome to the Christmas episode podcast, a podcast where we dissect, debate, discuss the cheeriest episodes of your favorite television programs. Brent and I hung out socially quite a bit this week. One time. Twice. When did we? Oh, you came to my store. No, three times then. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're going to count your store. Right. We went to a party. Sunday. Yeah. It was a good party. Yeah, good times. And then we visited you at work on Saturday at the yeah. store. And then on Thursday, we went to the famous parade. World famous <laughs> Redondo Beach World holiday stroll. Now, so for those of you who don't know what this is, which is probably some of you. Almost everyone. It is the street that we live near. Is I live on. Brent actually lives on it. I live adjacent. It's called Catalina. Stores, restaurants. It's kind of like a... It's a little shopping center. It's like area. a walking downtown. Yeah, it's very nice. So Redondo Beach downtown, like one-story buildings. It's not nothing, nothing too crazy. Mainly restaurants that will open and close within a year because rent is too high. Yep, 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 yep. So every year they close the street down and do like a local parade. Businesses are open. People are giving out food and drink and kind of letting you walk through their store and candy then canes. candy canes. And then at a certain point they'll shut the street down completely and it'll only be a parade and so um we talked a lot about recording at that parade and yeah, so we, did. I, we may have discussed on the podcast or maybe we extensively just discussed so this is presenting we're just gonna kind of listen to our voice memos from that night um i've listened back to a couple of them i've not heard all of them. i've heard one yeah so we'll kind of just walk the listener through our experience kind of like the Christmas episode <laughs> out, out loud. So here we go. Is this the first one? Is the first one. This is when I was walking to meet you and you oh. had made a really big point as to say like, meet me here and you weren't there. And I was very mad about that. Well, so yeah. here we go. Hey, Christmas um, episode fans. It's me Hunter here checking in, um, waiting for Brent. We're at a Christmas parade by our house and it's going to be the first ever on the uh, go episode of the Christmas episode. Really, really exciting, but I'm still waiting for Brent. He said he'd meet me at a restaurant by our home and I still haven't seen him yet. He said he was gonna come find me, so um, I'm a little disappointed. I'm a little frustrated. <laughs> some woman just walked into me. Oh no. It's not Dude. fun. People so there there are some pretty The music is bumping in that Yeah, uh, yeah. No, the people were like just kinda it felt like New York a little bit. Like everyone was like, I'm walking here. Oh I'm to I was totally in the zone. I was just like hitting kids. I'm like <laughs> Where'd you get that candy cane, punk? Yeah, you wanted candy canes bad. All right, here we go. People are people are not kind in the holiday season around here. No. Redondo okay, Beach is known for not Okay, with me I have Nora Faye. Um, Nora Faye, couldn't you please tell okay, me? Okay, so at this point I found you and you took the phone yeah. from me and interviewed a little girl. Nora Faye, who is four. How old is she? She's four. Okay, with me I have Nora Faye. Um, Nora Faye, couldn't you please tell me what you are most excited for this year Christmas? <laughs> Santa. Alice, what are you most excited about? Um, um, mama. Your mommy. Very good. Thanks, girls. So talk to me about those girls. They are true champions of the holiday spirit. Okay. Nora and Alice are our collective friends, Joe and Kate's yep. little girls. Oh, yeah. Joe would not want to be on the oh, podcast. Yeah, we tried to get Joe. We might skip and that. And I've never seen him be. He just didn't engage. So at all. uncomfortable. He's like, nope. He literally just stood there, blank, <laughs> stared. Kept shaking. Yeah, his and head, then he like, gave like a hand. He like was like, no, no, not me. And we just kept staring at him with the voice memo to his 
mouth and he yeah. was not doing anything. It was so funny because he panicked. He was like, it was, I, I how to describe it? I, I can't. And he was like, big smile, but like, no. He no, was like, I, no, no, I can't do it. I can't I, do it. And I get this a lot when I p- tell people about our podcast, when they know you and I, they always say, I couldn't be on it, but I'd love to watch you guys do it. Do people, have you ever? Why? I've Why can't people be people on it? Say that. I don't know. We've has been open door policy. I ran into a friend of ours yesterday and I was like, come on the pod. And I don't think she heard me. <laughs> I was waiting for more of like, a, oh no, I could never do what you guys do. But no, it's just, she didn't hear you at all. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Here's number two. I mean, there's like probably seven minutes of voice memos, maybe less. Here we go. This is some street interviews. I just think this might be the first ever on the go episode of the Christmas episode. How many times yeah. can I say it that? Is. On the go. Said, oh, look who it is. Joe, 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 Joe. Oh gosh. Joe, we love your work. We love your work. What are you most excited about for Christmas? Nope. <laughs> oh, that's, oh. His, that's him actually saying nope. Nope. Uh, we caught him really off guard at Padones. He's getting shout out to Padones. Padones, if you're listening to this, we would love a free extra large pepperoni. Are we talking pepperoni? Are we talking? Are we talking Padones? Do you like Padones? I do like Padones. Tangent. They have a great lunch special. Tangent. I am obsessed with Padones. Did you know this about me? Yeah, you knew I this about me. I Padones is a local pizza shop, everyone. Padones. It is so good. And I'll tell you right now, there there are two Padones in South Bay. Uh-huh. There's one in Hermosa. There's one in Redondo. I've never been to the Hermosa one, and I, I never even want to engage with that kind of content. On I my have. Feed. I've been to both. You could say I'm a bigger fan than Hunter. When Megan and I got married, we walked to Padones the next day, and they gave us so much free food as a congratulations. Kind of like a, from us to you, congrats. Okay, well, I'm not married, Padones, but in in with this free publicity you're getting right now, hugely free publicity. I feel like you should in turn give us a free pizza, or you should let us intern there. <laughs> we'll set up we'll set up shop inside the Padones. It's about a twenty. It's like fifteen by fifteen feet. Dude, they would absolutely let us record in Padones. Yeah, but I'm just talking free stuff. Like I want oh, okay. I want Padone swag. I want napkin holders. I've had a Padone shirt at one point in my life. We want Padone shirts. So sorry, Joe. Yeah. That was like on par with Brian level. Oh my gosh, yeah. If we could get Brian and, you know, Joe on the pod, that'd be awesome. All right, so let's keep keep on uh, keep on listening. Are we still interviewing people? No, this is bad. Yeah, all right, here's the next one. So, Brent, we're walking down the street. We're in the middle of the street of Catalina, which is just like so rebellious of us. Why did you stop me here? Oh, Kate. Oh, just saw Kate. That's it. Okay, Kate. We've mentioned her once before. This is this is the worst content we've ever put out ever. <laughs> so, Brent, we're waiting for a parade to start. Yeah. What do you think? Um, honestly, the kids are about to freak out. Brent has four kids, yeah, by the way. This parade does not start. Remind me your kids' names again, all four of your kids. There's Jack, Christine, Tel Aviv, and Cooper. Okay. There will be a seven and down riot. Seven. Say that one more time. There will be a riot <laughs> if this parade does not start immediately. I love that. What did I say? Past Hunter and current Hunter both were perplexed. <laughs> <laughs> one more time. What did I say? Seven down. A seven and down. Here, I want to pull that back. Try to figure out what you're saying. Say that one more time. Oh, there will be a start. There will be a seven and down riot. <laughs> I think you meant like ages seven and down will be. Rioting. Oh, I think yeah, like 
Okay. But you didn't. Because they were like, the parade is starting. Here we second go. Now. And so all the kids were like on the curbs. Yeah. And Nora was like actually directing adults. She was like, um, please sit on the curb. Oh, that was very funny. Which I was like, yes, Nora. Wait, Keep it going, rules. girl. Keep, all right, here we go. And then they never started. Say that one more time. There will be a riot if this parade does not start immediately. <laughs> it sounds to me like you're not speaking English. Everyone here loves parades. Will this really be better or worse than the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? Probably worse. <laughs> also, who's the most famous person here right now? That's been my go-to question lately. I was, I was, oh, I went to the Century City Mall on Tuesday with Bryce, friend of the show. And uh, I was like, who's the most famous person here right now? And he's like, that's a weird question. <laughs> I don't know. I just only want to be with famous people. Yeah, you do. You're cloud chasing. Um, good question. Um... I feel like maybe the owner of Old Tony's. <laughs> Tony? Tony is here. I should have said like Mayor Eric Garcetti. Mayor, Mayor Bill Brand. Which is what they always say at the LA Eric's airport. They're like, yeah. Mayor Eric Garcetti here. He welcomes you to LA. Here we go. So, Brent, what are we looking at right now? Right now we're looking at the Angie Flores uh, <laughs> car with a giant... Panda Man. Um, <laughs> apparently, Andrew Flores is an author, um, best-selling, award-winning oh, yeah. children's She's book author. She's an author. author. Yeah. Um, and the book is called Cubs Wish. <laughs> is that a uh, cool goal? <laughs> I'm definitely going to give it a cool goal. I tried to bring Pandas back. are not Christmassy. And That's then behind her, we got Club Scout Pack 788. They are coming in strong. All of their troop Remember the boys on the other side of the street? You guys. These youth. They were like, I want to say they were like nine years old. Yeah. In that really terrible age. Like an awful age where like they have hair that's like long on both sides of their faces. Or just like one. One like, if you know what a double is. And like their is. names are like Rocco or something oh, like that. Oh, wow. Nailed it. And I saw one of those kids again in public. How did you remember their faces? That would have just been like, oh, there's one, another one of that them. That one boy had hair on one side past his chinny chin chin. Oh. <laughs> and I saw They him. were causing, they were like. Yeah, they were. They the, were candy grabbers. They were like going after every float for candy. They were like mocking the floats. Yeah. They're running. They're like weaving in and out. Like Versus I, us who are like. Respectful. We are just. Watching the parade. Watching the parade. Engaging with the content that the city's giving us. Not those kids. Haters are there nope. behind them to support. We've got a lot of toddlers in front of us waving. They're loving this year. Were you a Cub Scout or a Boy Scout? No, 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 no. <laughs> Just no. Hard pass, no. Sorry, Boy Scouts. That's it. No Boy Scout. All right. I like the background audio. Four though. more, four more of these, but they're like twenty seconds each. Here we go. Thanks, everyone. So now there's more Boy Scouts coming, and now the mayor's behind him. All the Boy Bill Scouts. Bill Brand? It's huge for Redondo Beach. It's not often that we get to see Bill. What's his name? Bill Brand. I know where he Bill lives. Brand in the I do know where he lives. I know where he lives. Weirdo. I don't know why I was so excited angel. Look to at tell that you angel. that. Where? The little girl dressed like an angel. Oh, yes. There's a woman in a wedding dress. Oh, okay. Now we've got the Redondo Beach Baseball and Softball League. Oh, oh here that, we go. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the sound of a golf cart. Beep, 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 beep. There's a little bit of a traffic jam up here. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember this. I feel so bad for all of the parents. Brent, on a Did scale we talk of 10, what is this giving you? This is giving me about an eight. I'm feeling really joyful right now. <laughs> okay, so I think the next one. Did we talk about the parents? No. On the, like, record, oh did we record gosh. for the parents? The poor parents that have to, like, follow along in the, like, 
air quote floats. Right. Or the, like the dancing troops, like they're holding their daughters like bags. And there's like dads just watching it's them like, on the sidelines. It's Ugh. like 16 girls in rocket uniforms yep. going full out in the street. And then like. I bet the dad is like, just kill me. 12 parents in the background just slowly walking behind them. And you're like, oh. But not everybody was walking like, in the parade. At, when we're watching the Rockettes, we're at a, we're at a 10 on Christmas. <laughs> and then the dads hit the street and you're like, oh, man, two. You, you want to hear my segue? Transition. Not everybody was walking in the parade. In fact, we found a lady who was oh, here riding like a supermarket scooter. You guys I, have no idea what I, you're in. I just gave my phone to Brent and I said, go interview her. And I think this is it. Brent, question for you. Oh, no. What do you think about like the little kids being rebellious and skating? In the oh, here we are. Wow. It's really grinding my gears. <laughs> Pun intended. These kids need to get out of the street or they're going to ruin my parade. Yeah, and we'll put a picture of them in the show notes because I can I can see them right now. Well, they're a pickup. I didn't. I didn't take a pick. Okay, this is the girl. The girl was we, illegal. This is the. Yeah, I had to get their consent, <laughs> which I wouldn't have gotten. I know. So this is the. Uh, this is the the famed interview. She's so we add her as a guest on the show. She's a friend of the pod. Oh man, I should have gotten her phone number. Oh my gosh, you should have gotten I'm her phone an number. Idiot. All right, here we go. Go interview. The high of my entire parade is right here on the. This is me running on the streets. It's an old lady in a a, a golf cart wagon. What's your name? <laughs> Sheila, we love this float. What are you supporting? The Kiwanis Club. Kiwanis Club. Thank you so much. Enjoy yourself. She is the best person ever on this entire parade. I'm obsessed with her. <laughs> she was in like a grocery cart, like yeah. a, like a electric grocery cart. She just was crushing it. By herself. Like Sheila was the only representative, I feel like, from the Kiwanis Club. Yep. Just Kiwanis. like in, in the middle of two trucks. Yeah. She was crushing it. All right, here's so the last I had one. An interview. Here's the last one I have. Favorite. I think this is an interview with Andrew. No, this is. We then we interviewed your buddy too. Did you delete that one? Which one is that? Michael. Is that his name? No, I didn't interview Michael. We said hi to him. No, we did interview him. How are you? This just in. Alice Keating does not like peppermint. <laughs> Alice, why don't you like oh, peppermint? Oh yeah, 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 you're right. I was feeling really. Nope. Powerful. Nice try, Alice. Someone really powerful taking here your phone away from you. Here are interviews right here. Okay, the most massive, the most mas massive development in history. Here we are at the parade, and Andrew's here. <gasps> What's going on, guys? Really happy to be here. Merry Christmas. Uh, it, it was a beautiful night for a parade. We've talked about him so strong. much on the podcast. I, I can't wait to be actually officially invited actually, on. You're, you're always invited. Oh, I'm on. Heck yeah, I'm fired up. What he won't listen to this. Uh, we yeah. kind of caught the tail end. It was a little, by the speakers. It was a little loud. I gotta say. I, I would believe that. Yeah. It was pretty uh, too. Yeah. Conversation was difficult for sure. I but who talks to? But you know, parades. I got to see the, the PV dance <laughs> team, the Redondo the Beach. Uh, exactly, all modern. Redondo Beach High School and youth football programs. This is all you. The girls in the sparkly skirts, the little ones dancing around, twirling. <laughs> oh stuff. yeah, they were Love killing it. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's all been really all good. We're all here. Well, congratulations, you're finally on the podcast. All right, I'm fired up. <laughs> he texted me afterwards, like, "Can't wait for the episode to air," and I did not respond. <laughs> Man, sorry, Andrew. He left you on red, bro. Yeah. I'm here with my good friend Michael Barker. Hi, Michael. Yeah, Michael. Hi, Hunter. Um, what is your favorite part about Christmas? Candy canes. 
Wow, hot take. The first the first person we've interviewed with a solid answer to that question. Also like a very obscure answer. Yeah, I don't know any person who loves candy canes. That's great though, I'm happy you do. I mean, I just love candy, so that's... We interviewed a Fair. two and a half year old he and loves she does candy. not like peppermint. She said Santa. But it makes your, your breath smell so good. That's true, very true. Well, there you go. And that's it. There we go, everyone. I don't know why I thought we only had one left after that one. But yeah, there we like go. like three left. So the parade was awesome. What I think podcasts should do more is just play go audio of things and just <laughs> listen, have us listen to it all together <laughs> at once. Anyway, our well, sweet memories that I had forgotten. Very sweet memories that we have forgotten. All right, you want to pick? Sheila, if you're listening. She's listening. I She's number one know. fan. You know what, um, Sheila? Sheila? You stand her? We stand. We stand Sheila. Sheila. Hashtag we stand Sheila. All right, let's pick an ep. Oh, we've okay. been ro- we're, we're rolling. What do you want tonight? You're picking. I'm picking. Um, Ready? I don't know. I don't. Do you have any Christmas facts? Oh, (laughs) you bet I do. (laughs) Okay, everyone. Just got to. (laughs) He didn't have. He was. I was not ready. He was wrist deep in the bag where we pull out our uh, our episodes. Yeah, I was. Okay, here we go, y'all. I'm on it. I'm on it. Um, my, My phone is on the fritz. Okay. I I'm not, I can't read these to know if they're good, so I'm just gonna pick one and pick read one. It. Go, Charles Dickens. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Charles Dickens has written a novel on Christmas, a Christmas Carol. Okay. And it became very popular, and it took him six week to re- six weeks to write this novel. There's your Christmas fact. Six weeks. Wow. All right. Pick Thanks an y'all for listening. Pick an episode. <laughs> I love Christmas Carol. That's a great book, by the when way. When I Turn on my internet and realize there was like 40 tabs. I need to really close out of those. All right, Tabby. Tonight we're watching. Oh. What do we got? Seventh Heaven. I've never seen an episode of Seventh really? Heaven. Really? No. Is oh. it, it's, that's a, where are we going to find Seventh Heaven on the internet? What the, where are we? Oh my goodness. All right. Seventh Heaven Christmas episode. Um, okay. What do you know about Seventh Heaven? It's a Christian show. Yeah, so the dad, the patriarch of the family, who's is a, a terrible person. A minister. Yeah, reverend. but you know he's like In real life he's an awful He's human like being. a ta- we like lo- he talk about Colgol. Well, yeah, not a good person. Um but in the show, he's like a reverend, pastor, something or other, doesn't really matter. Okay. And I don't know if there's a there's five kids or if there's seven kids, like I think seven total. Um, and it's just kind of like about a family who are struggling to live life. Who are for the Lord? For the Lord. Okay. Um, so we got season three, episode 10, season 10, episode 11, or season 11, episode 11. Let's do season three. Season three, episode 10 of Seventh Heaven. It's called Here Comes Santa Claus. We will check back in with you after the break. Okay. Ugh. Seventh Heaven is the most complex layered show I've ever seen <laughs> in my entire life. There are there are 11 things happening. Not only does every single character have a like a major plot they point. They all have their own issues. And then they all intersect. Like it's not just like his and hers plots, it's like his plot lines up with her plot and then she's doing something else with Jessica Beale. You know what? It just The like, only character we know. I Jessica David Simon. Simon. Matt. Matt. Who's David? No one. Is David the dad? We don't know. What's the dad's name? Ruthie. Megan, fact check. Do you know the dad's name? 
Reverend Reverend Camden. <laughs> RC. RC Reverend is the Camden. Listen, I would do a Seventh Heaven podcast. If you want to pivot to do no, Seventh we Heaven can't all pivot. of 2020. That was so painful. I like I loved it. I don't even know where to begin. I loved it. Okay, so basically took, So there are five kids. Five kids. See, that's where the seventh they make Ruthie, seven. Simon, Beverly, Mitchell, Jessica, <laughs> Jessica Beale, and then Matt. Matt. So there are five kids, and then RC. And Happy. Don't forget Happy. Happy the dog. RC, who's Reverend Campbell, and then the mama bear. Um, basically, this episode kind of revolves around Christmas. So, I mean, I can spoil. It revolves around Christmas. Well, obviously. Um, no, no, not obvious. We watch so many episodes of TV shows that have little to nothing to do with Christmas. Well, I would expect Seventh Heaven to deal with Christmas. I'll jump. I'll just jump in right now and say this episode does not work without Christmas. If you pulled Christmas out of it, it no. would be a very strange. Oh, no. So this was really Christmassy for me. It was very Christmassy. If I just remove all of my like criticisms and like it was so weird everything it's very Christmassy but if I look at it as like a complete show I'm like this is so okay so let's go character by character and kind of talk about what each was doing so Ruthie's the youngest she has like three things going on she doesn't she believes in Santa Claus she's trying to figure out she's she's she is uh questioning Santa Claus's Truth. She's like, well, how can he get to all the houses? But in the midst of that, she's like trying to spend time with Matt's girlfriend, Jenny. She's like, I'm. She's like gaming to spend time with Jenny. And then their plots coincide because Ruthie goes to the mall, sees that her brother Matt, Matt is playing the mall Santa. The whole Santa narrative crumbles. This upsets Simon, who then prays to the Lord Jesus. He gets Christ on his knees in the middle of the kitchen and prays. Hey, God, it's Simon Camden. That's what he says. We've talked about this before, but and I know I'm going to say trope, and I know that people are going to come at me, but my favorite praying trope, my favorite like religious praying trope, trope, my favorite religious trope in TV is this one. They go, hey, it's me. I know we haven't talked in a while. That's yeah. my favorite thing that people say to God. He said the last time I talked to you, I, was, I begged for a dog, and... It ended up well. I mean, he did. What did he say? He did get hit by a car? Except but that time she got hit by a car. <laughs> so anyway, Simon then prays that Ruthie believes in Santa, and then Santa isn't in this episode, but Santa is this pawn shop owner. Santa is it's a pawn so shop complex. owner. I am freaking out. This episode was. I feel like we shouldn't start backwards. We should start at the beginning. We can't. We at can't the beginning. We can't start at the beginning because everything happens, right? Like that's what I'm trying to say. Like everything happens. So the pawn shop owner is Santa Claus, and the pawn shop owner is pawn shop owner. The pawn shop owner is bringing uh, gifts to the home on Christmas Day because the parents. Have you seen the Mickey and Minnie Mouse Christmas special? Mickey and Minnie both sell their most prized possession to get a Christmas gift for, for the, the other. other and the others buying the gift for that prize position. Yes. And so this happens to the parents. The parents, the wife is selling the cross that her mother gave to her. To represent, yeah, her mom gave her this this really nice cross, and she said, I put my husband through heck lately. Yeah, because she's pregnant with twins. And twins. And the husband, so she's selling her cross to buy a, like, a Jukebox. record. Jukebox. For yeah. her husband's 45 discs. 40, nope, 45s. 45s. The husband... Goes and sells. RC. His, is trying to sell his forty fives to buy a chain for the cross that his wife owns. So you see the issue here. So the pawn shop owner to his 
shock is like, <laughs> why doesn't he just tell them? He like, plays the middleman. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't tell them because you know what? This is some cynical. Oh my gosh, we're getting into it. This is some cynical stuff. The pawn shop owner decides to be the hero himself. Yeah, and brings the gifts on Christmas Day instead of telling the parents like, oh, y- your spouse actually just sold this. He says, you're right. I'm gonna sell you this. And it, so he, he makes money right. off of them. He I makes money off of that. them. I didn't think about that at and all. He, I mean, I guess he loses money because he's not selling the items. But let's be honest. If no one knows they're there, then he's not really no. losing money. And then he gifts gifts them back to the parents. So nice try, pawn shop Santa Claus. I'm on to you. Okay. But that's the whole parents. Also, the dad is everywhere. He's in every single scene, basically, as Christ is. He's the closest. <laughs> <laughs> I stand Christ. I stand you. He's stand literally Jesus. at the soup. Uh, the He's soup, at the soup kitchen. Soup kitchen. He's, He's at, at the church. church with the nativity audition. Because Beverly has to do the auditions for the nativity the scene. The live nativity scene. Because you normally her family does it, and then they decided They're to like, not do it do this, this year. year. And then they ended up doing it. As a gift to their parents. Great. And then... Uh, Beverly's boyfriend signed a basketball says I love you (laughs) no (laughs) Beverly's boyfriend (laughs) there's just so much going on people listening to this are like so they're gonna be so confused because Beverly's boyfriend gives her a gift and he leaves and she's like I don't want to open it I can't open it. And she's like, I didn't get him a gift. I don't know what to get him. And then Jessica Biel's like, let's open She's like, let's open it. Let's open it. <laughs> let's open it. She's like, let's open it. And then it turns out to be a shoe shining kit. And she's like, I don't. Which was an accident. We don't love it. It was supposed to be for his uncle. And uncle's it was like, monkey. It was for his uncle's monkey. Who wears clothes. But the best gift, the gift that he was really meant to give her. Was a basketball. Was Truly a, a basketball. basketball that said, I, I love, love you on it. Which not even Michael Jordan would do that. That's the worst way to tell someone. He's that like, "This is the basketball that I, that I made the three pointer the, in the state championship." The worst, game. the only like the only worst thing you could do is like if you got like your appendix removed and wrote "I love you" on the appendix <laughs> and then gave it to someone. Well, like, maybe if it was like on your first date and then you like had an appendicitis and you had to go in an emergency room surgery <laughs> on your first date, then the creepy part would be that and your says, one year anniversary yeah, is yeah, their yeah, appendix. Yeah. No, I how in I heard jar. how I saw that in my head was this guy goes in, he's like on this date and he's like, "Oh my." my stomach hurts and he goes home and he's like i text her he's like actually like i had appendicitis i had to go to the hospital but uh like check your doorstep and then there's the appendix and it says i love you and it's she's amazon like, fresh with an appendix and she's inside. like the weirdest part about this is that you said you love me after one date <laughs> like that's that, the appendix isn't the worst part of the story it's like i don't really want to see you again it was, you threw up all over the plate <laughs> Dude, I had appendicitis. Anyway. You guys, we haven't even gotten to Jessica Beale's plot. Jessica Beale picks up a man experiencing homelessness <laughs> from the soup kitchen that she's volunteering at, brings him home. His name is Carlos. He's estranged from his Carlos. family back in New York. They play a game of Go Fish, and we find out that someone at the soup kitchen gifted Carlos a flight back to New York. Christmas to see his Eve, family. Midnight, the red eye. He hasn't seen his family in two years. It's been a long time. It's been a long two years. He's been a hard two years. This is like awful, awful... Gosh, this show, the everything, the I'm going to go back and watch 7th Heaven. The trans- <laughs> I'm going to go back and watch it. The amount of times that there were just like two minutes of no one speaking. Yeah, for like sure. Awkward, just Ooh, like. Oh, like music's playing and nothing, no one Music else. is playing, no one's speaking. Nothing's happening. I give it 10 I kept, out of 10. I kept hitting Hunter to make sure that he was seeing that nothing was happening <laughs> so that well, I wasn't going insane. What were some insane. other like absolutely bananas things that happened in this episode? Because I feel like so many crazy things happened. 
Well, they had like a little person, like a moment for, to stand up for little people. <laughs> <laughs> like okay. little people can be whatever they so, want. They don't just have to be leprechauns so Matt, and elves. Yeah. So Matt, go, go. Matt got a job at the mall as Santa, as we discussed, you know, nine minutes ago when we were trying to explain the whole plot of this episode. <laughs> and there's obviously a little Santa's helper who is played by a small person. Mm-hmm. And then Matt quits his job because of his sister. Or he gets fired. Or yeah, whatever. gets fired. And then the little person picks up the hat and plays Santa. And the kids are like, You're too short to be Santa. Which is, I mean. And Matt, out of nowhere. He just like stands up. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> No, Matt comes from out of the crowd in normal people clothes. And it's like, You guys, just because he looks this way, literally, like, I don't think it needed to be said. Like, I don't think that needed to happen in this show. But he's like, You guys. Just because he looks this way doesn't mean he has to play an elf. And he keeps going. Or a leprechaun. Or another little tiny person. And the and then everyone's like, you're scaring the children. The girlfriend's like, please stop. You're scaring the children. I'm just trying to find the clip like of him. Like, absolutely. Just go watch this episode. Season 3, episode 10. We love it. It's, it is rough. That, that was, to me, the absolute craziest part. Also, like, part. Simon the Young Son is... Hanging Christmas lights inside, like yeah. on the walls, yeah. like as if he was like stapling Christmas lights to the walls, like because yeah. he wasn't allowed to hang lights from the roof. And his parents were like, okay, <laughs> you're good. Rock and roll. So they all did a gift exchange as a family. Everyone got to pick each other gifts. We already did that, basically. But I think the worst gift, what was your, what do you think was the worst gift of all of those? Well, the fact that Matt was going to try to do the Santa job to take him and his girlfriend to like this $100 ticket dance. And instead, she just wore this killer dress and took him in his Santa clothes to a fountain to dance. Yeah, the girlfriend is a babe. All right, do you want to, I found the, uh, oh gosh, I found the the clip of him standing up for, yeah, you guys let us know if this is necessary. So this is a kid, and that's the, this sounds like one of our Folgers commercials. You're too small to be Santa. All right, here we go. Here we come. Matt out of nowhere. Here he goes. Oh, I love this. It's a V-neck shirt and V-neck sweater. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, look, just because he's a little person doesn't mean he always has to play the elf or the munchkin or the leprechaun. I mean, why can't he be anyone he wants to be, including Santa? I mean, this man has as big a heart as anyone else. If you prick us, do we not bleed? <laughs> if you tickle us, do we not laugh? If you poison us, do we not die? There's a reason they don't do Shakespeare at malls. You guys want to knock it off? You're scaring away the kids. This is scaring the kids, says Jenny, his girlfriend. Anyway, what do you give this episode on the Christmas No, wait, so scale? your least favorite <laughs> gift was the, the was dance the at dancing, the fountain. yeah. Mine was uh, Beverly signing up. Oh, yeah, that was she, great. Beverly's gift to Jacob. Her name's Jessica also Beale. not Beverly. It's not Beverly. It's not her character's name, but that's her real life name. She's also in that decom movie where they race. Motocrossed? No. No. Oh, the... Straight up. It's like right on track And or also something. someone else Brie is Larson's in, Brie in Larson's in that as well. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah. Dude, we could do. Do you want to watch for our movie a Chris the Christmas decom the the greatest Christmas gift? Oh, the ultimate Christmas gift. Yeah, let's That's watch a that. Good one. Um, we high fived. Um, it is in stone. Her gift to Jessica Biel is that she's gonna volunteer it. She's this. like, you know what? <laughs> for your gift, I'm gonna volunteer. 
So you, for like it was like every Saturday for the next three months. And you don't need a gift receipt for that because I'll do it. It was like due to your generosity, you know what? I'm gonna sign up. I'm gonna be that person. I was like, that's a horrible gift. Everyone else actually got something. It's tangible. different when people are like, we donated a tree in your name, or like we gave. Like I have families often. At it's work, like your gift is I'm gonna do this. I have families <laughs> at work who will like be like, hey, you know, we were gonna get you a gift, but we took the money instead and we donated it to like microeconomics in some part of the world. I'm like, yes, thank you. That's that's an incredible gift. If <laughs> Someone's like, hey, you know what? For a gift, we're gonna go volunteer at the Salvation <laughs> Army. I'd be like, how is th- I mean, how am I, how am I benefiting? No, like, how am I involved in this? They just like want to bring you in. They're like, this sounds like you want to let you know that we were thinking about you today. Jesus says, don't let your left hand know what your right hand's doing when it comes <laughs> to giving. And it sounds like you're looping your whole entire body and my body into this as well. When you say, well, because of your generosity, you know what we decided to do was to volunteer at the soup kitchen or the whatever. And I'm like, wow. That's the best Christmas and gift Jessica ever. Jessica like, whatever, I won't even see Carlos ever again. Could you imagine calling your mom and she's like, what did you get for Christmas this year? Well, I got a new pair of headphones. My, my roommate got me this, like, these like socks as an inside joke. And then my best friend is volunteering in a soup kitchen because <laughs> of me. Your mom's like, get a new friend. I inspired my friend to go volunteer. That's the greatest gift of all. Also, the mom, like, subtly, when Simon was praying, when they were, like, walking down the stairs, they're like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm washing the floors. The floor. And the mom's like, that's the greatest gift you can ever give me. Wow. I think the mom was probably my least favorite part the of the religious, show. The religious stuff, I was really, I was, like, eager. Like, okay, what are we going to do? Pray about it. Pray that's about what he it. was like. He goes, um, no, the dad is, like, wrapping presents. And the kids, the Matt is like, or Simon, he's like, oh, I'm so stressed out. I don't know what to do. And dad's like, pray about it. And then... Simon's like, oh, no, no, that's not what I'm thinking about. What are you thinking about? And the dad goes, Christ. <laughs> yeah, just like, what? Christ. Just like a normal day, normal conversation, just me and Christ. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I want to watch the whole show. That was- I honestly, growing up, I actually did like Seventh Heaven. That yeah, episode, Megan- this episode is from 1998, so like I remember vividly growing up with Seventh Heaven. Megan, Maybe until like Megan walked in and was like, oh. She was like, oh, Seventh Heaven. I love Seventh love Heaven. heaven. Oh, what did you give it? Sorry, I'm yawning. <sighs> On the Christmas scale. Well, if I remove everything else out of it, it was about a eight. Okay, it was so nine. good. Nine. I, I mean, give it a like nine. It's like giving gifts. It's like Christmas Santa, spirit, Christ, nativity Christmas scene. Lights, but Happy. as a show, I can't. It was so <laughs> weird. It was like. I wonder if we watch season 10, episode 10 or whatever, ugh. if it would if it had gotten you just want to watch it next episode no listen i think that i like i'm trying to think of like complex tv shows like the west wing has a lot going on at any given point i mean er had a lot of different er but nothing like this (laughs) this was like truly hard to follow and it was slow i think everything else is much quicker that you feel like you're like oh wow this is moving quick this had like probably Eight minutes of just no dialogue. And it's just called Seventh Heaven because there's seven people in the family. Yeah, and like they're closest to what God. If, oh, why are you in Matt's room? It's in the it's in the attic. Closest, closest to God. God. Closest to God. That's not how it works. That's what he said. What if um what if every TV show had to be named a number based on how many people were like in the house? Like Three's Company does it really well. Two and a half men. Two and a half men. So far, so good. <laughs> <laughs> but like real like Survivor, like reality shows be like. 30 people. 22? 22 and about to die. Are you going to watch 24 and about to die? Amazing no, I'm Race. A, I'm on 26 and about to die. 14 Racing. 14 Racing. Uh, what about um, Full House? Six House. It's like full. I don't even know how many people are in that family. Se- seven House. It's like th- two estranged uncles, one widow, three daughters. So that's six. 
Six Six House, and then Lori Laughlin, who's in prison now. Sorry. Well, when you pay to get your kid in college, you deserve the the fullest punishment that our society could give people. We live in the worst timeline of society and humanity and reality. Like, take me back to 1998 when Seventh Heaven was all I had to worry about. Thank you. I stand, I stand seven. Okay. Well, this was, I was so eager to kind of jump in with you. I here. think that's the most we've ever discussed about an episode. Yeah. We did not really tangent yeah. except for maybe once. No. You're talking about the greatest gift that you could give your friends, which is just go to the soup <laughs> kitchen on their behalf. And then you So that's up. what Hunter and I will be doing tomorrow. <laughs> Catch us at the local Torrance Soup Kitchen. I love the idea. Again, I just like run into some head. She goes on Saturday. She's like, yeah, here, I'm here for my sister. Is, is your sister here? No, no, I'm here because of my sister. No, I'm here because Who's your of her. Jessica Biel? Uh, Didn't she come like twice? twice? <laughs> and then she grabbed Carlos and never came back. Yeah, yeah, Where's, yeah. Is Carlos okay? We were really, we, we developed a relationship. I don't know. I, it's about me now. Well, I thought here. it was about your sister. Well, it was. But look at me now. Look at all of us now. All right, until next time, bye.